Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 99 in the book of Acts. I'm going to call this maybe one of the best titles ever. Ever. <laughs> Timothy votes with his genitals, or Timothy the Gentile votes with his genitals, or Timothy the half-Jew votes with his genitals. Uh, we are turning the page onto Acts chapter 16, and Paul and uh, his missionary person Silas, his his brother, uh, has have traveled to Derby and Lystra. That is, they've gone 350 hard miles from Antioch overland. Last time they took they took a boat because it was a lot easier. This time they they do it on foot, and there's mountains in this region, so they go at least 350 hard miles. If you look at your Bible map that actually the second missionary journey actually starts in Jerusalem, which all some total. This is 800 miles by foot before they even open their mouths. Now remember, chapter 15 was all about a big fight. Remember, Paul had been called to the Gentiles, and Peter had received a vision to welcome the Gentiles into church, and this sheet full of iguanas came down, and the Lord said, don't call anything unclean that is iguanas or ceremonial stuff uh, that that was unclean in the Old Testament. We're clearing the, the pathway for the New Testament. And we're going to reassess all these uh, Old Testament ceremonial laws and don't call any iguanas unclean and don't call any Gentiles unclean. And specifically then, chapter 15 is all about a big fight where some people come up to the church in Antioch and say, you have to be circumcised or you cannot be saved. And those people were the party of the Pharisees or the party of the circumcision and uh, the question was, should we make Gentiles obligated to the law? And specifically, should we make Gentiles genitals obligated to the law? And the answer clearly was no, that we should not place a, a yoke on these new believers that neither they nor their fathers or our fathers have been able to bear. That is, the Gentiles are free with their genitals to not be circumcised, and we never, ever, ever, ever have to do this again. And then you get to chapter 16. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Here we go. Paul also came to Derby and to Lystra. That's where they tried to kill him before. And a disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. He was well spoken of by the brothers at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him, and he took him and circumcised him. This is after saying nobody ever needs to be circumcised again. He took him and circumcised. Why? Because of the Jews who were in those places, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. As they went their way through the cities, they delivered to them for observance the decisions that had been reached by the apostles and elders who were in Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in the faith, and they increased in numbers daily. So this is a hilarious passage. They've just gone through 15 years of let's get this straight, let's get this theology straight, that that the Old Testament uh, view of ceremonial laws is going to be different now. And then the first thing uh, Paul does to Timothy, who's in uh, one of these cities, Lystra, Iconium, uh, 
he circumcises him. So you have to go to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 8 to understand this. So 1 Corinthians chapter 8 is about offering food to idols, uh, which are just serves as a general principle. And the, the principle is that knowledge or pride in your knowledge puffs up. And so higher than your knowledge, raise up love. Love is what builds up. That is, motivation for your activities should be other people rather than yourself. And there, that eating, and in our case here in Acts chapter 16, circumcision should not be a stumbling block. God knows the motivation. He knows that you're not being circumcised, Mr. Young Timothy, to be uh, saved. Why would you why would you be circumcised for access, for open doors, to not put a stumbling block in the way of these potential uh, uh, converts? Just like in in First Corinthians chapter eight, that food doesn't commend commend us to to God or uncommend us to God. In other words, you have a right to not be circumcised. You have a right to eat food, sacrifice to idols or not, but, you don't want to destroy your weaker brother. In other words, don't use your liberty to harm the weak, the new believer, or in Paul and Timothy's case, the potential believer, but to help them. Don't destroy the one for whom Christ died. That And don't do anything that causes your brother to stumble, and in our case here, your, your future brother. So Paul is asking Timothy to bear with the failings of the weak. That is the Jews we are going to go see, the ones of little Christian faith. Not, And we're doing this not to please ourselves and not to please God, but we're doing this as we're not going to fight on the non-essentials of the faith and have an open door for our access to these people. So that's why Timothy gets to vote and Paul gets to vote with regards to Timothy's genitals, so that they can go and have access to the to the Jewish people without being hassled in every uh, city that they go. And how does it, and the result is, verse five. So the churches were strengthened in the faith, and they increased in numbers daily. It's a great story of how people are using their Christian liberty to not become stumbling blocks in front of a message that's more important than my rights, my liberty. They're thinking of another person first. That is, who are they thinking of? The Jews who are in those places so that they can have access, that their words of the gospel can go out. And we find out what happens. The churches are strengthened and they increase in numbers, which is it worked. The people began to believe, Gentiles and Jews. Thanks for listening.